You're listening to Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast, episode 76. Welcome to the Carry On Friends podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Ann. So today's show is going to be a quick show. It's actually a mini-sode. It is the second to last episode for the year 2017. And what a year it has been. And so I wanted to take this episode um, to not quite do reflections, but kind of talk about a little bit of both reflections and looking ahead, moving forward. Um, As we approach the new year, it's the typically the time of year where people take inventory of their lives, they prepare to set goals, um, or some people call them New Year's resolutions. They start some kind of planning process for the new year. Some of us are working towards bigger goals to achieve for the new year, while some of us are dealing with the disappointment of not achieving the goals that we set for this year. And yet still, there are some of us that aren't in a place to make goals or even care to make goals. And for whatever reason or whatever space you're in, and we acknowledge wherever you are on the spectrum. For me, um, I'm look. I, I'm, I'm using this as an example. For the last two years, I called it a bus out year. And last year... You know, it was like, yeah, it was a bus out year. And then I experienced such a great loss, losing my grandmother. And this year I said, oh, it's just going to be a bus out year. And I, again, I lost so many loved ones. My grandfather and other family members have passed away. So many things have happened. So uh, in the process of reflecting, um, as you recall, I took some time off in the summer. I recognized that in all the planning I was doing for the new year, there were some key goals or habits that I had failed to incorporate in my bus out year plans or my new year plans. And so, you know, the question everyone usually asks is, what can we do to work towards to being a more successful year, whether it's career or entrepreneurship, there's not going to be any shortage of articles or podcast episodes that are going to talk about, you know, leveling up for the new year, what goals you should be making, what marketing, social media. But I want to take a different approach. And the reason why I'm taking a different approach is because it is what I've been seeing around me for the past year, maybe more. And it's the conversations that I have off the air to the side with other people. And so For this brief episode, I want us to take stock and incorporate these key goals and habits into the new year that have nothing to do with metrics or business or career, but to do with self-care and being kinder to ourselves, right? So I found four that um, I'd like to mention because in all the pursuit of you know, success in all of our ambitions, a lot of times we neglect ourselves, we neglect our emotional, mental, and physical well-being. And nothing but this year, if it wasn't for this year, this summer, and my me being pregnant where I, I knew I had to be mindful that there's another life that I am nurturing and depends on me right now, that I, I realize how much 
I need to do more of taking care of myself. So of the four things I identified, and there are many, but I'm going to cut it down to four. One of the four goals or habits that I'm looking to incorporate into the new year is reclaiming my time. And yes, it's a meme and it's everything that, you know, Representative Maxine Waters was saying. But when you think of it, take away every aspect of that. We want to reclaim our time because it feels like we're doing so much more. We don't have enough time. And reclaiming my time is essentially if I'm going to take on something, I have to take off something. It is just what we need to do because if we keep taking on things and never, you know, taking something off our plates, it's just going to be too much. It's like, you know, trying to go to the all you can eat buffet and you pile everything up is like it's going to topple over. It's going to be a hot mess. So in order to reclaim my time, I have to be mindful of what I'm taking on. And if I have to take on something, if I've evaluated that I, this is something worth taking on, I have to make sure that I've determined something that I can no longer do. And that's the only way I can reclaim my time when it comes to projects. Reclaiming my time also means saying no. You know, um, I, a, a friend of mine, she had said, yeah, you know, she's interested in writing an article for the blog. And, you know, I followed up with her and then she was just apologizing like she really wanted to do it. And she's a woman of her word. And but, you know, she just doesn't have the time to do this. You know, she has to prioritize. She has a family. She has a young son. And I said to her, it's okay. This is what happens. And the one thing I want and I told her the one thing I want you to take away is that I want you to recognize that you we're able to identify that this is more than you can manage at this time. And that because of that, you can't. And I, I want to empower people to do this earlier, right? M- recognize that as much as you would love to, you can't. And that's part of reclaiming your time and, 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 and putting boundaries around your time, right? So I said to her, don't worry about it. I want you to get more comfortable in saying, I don't have space for this. I don't have time to do this. It's not that I don't want to help you. I want to, but I have so much other things going on. And which, which really means that she couldn't take on my writing because there was nothing she could hand off. And I want to empower her to say that don't feel, don't, don't worry about me and feel bad. I want you to recognize that this is a habit you need to keep building because when life, the, the worst thing you could do in a situation like that is make someone feel bad that they can't do it. Writing an article for the blog is the blog is not going to die. You know, a child is not going to miss quality family time. Just, you know, it's you, you have to weigh those priorities. Do I want articles? Yes. But I don't think that article is more important than her spending time with her family or having an extra five, 10, 20, 15, however long minutes, you know. And so I in that moment, I was mindful not because I didn't want her to feel bad that she wasn't able to keep her promise. I wanted her to feel good that she was able to recognize that she didn't have time and that she could say to me comfortably, I can't do this. And I can say, okay, no problem. Do what you got to do. And that's what we have to get in the habit of doing. You know, we all want things done. We all want people, unless you're paying someone to deliver 
uh, um, for a deliverable, whatever that is, then they have to keep a time commitment. That's completely different. But for something like this, I was not going to let a friend feel bad about not being able to do this. And there are plenty of other opportunities. So in reclaiming our time, we have to we have to have the courage to recognize when we are at our capacity and we have no more bandwidth to take on something. And if you do find that this is something you would like to do, you have to first evaluate what you can offload before you take on something else. So reclaiming our time is being mindful of what we're going to cut out in order to make more time for the things in our lives. If you want to watch more TV, you know, do you want to spend more time with family? There, there's a lot of things that we all have to look at our individual situations to recognize where can we cut time to make time or what can we stop doing or what can we take off our plates in order to make time? So that was one. That was the long one. I'll make two quick. So number two is Taking inventory of the people, things, projects, and start pruning them. And and this is also part of reclaiming our time, but this is important, right? You want to take stock of the people we have in our lives, the things that we're doing, the projects that we're doing, and start to prune them. Are we working on projects that really aren't fulfilling our lives? It doesn't have to be successful. It could just be a pet project. You just love doing this and it's meaningful, we have to start evaluating all the things that we're doing. And because sometimes we do things and it's like, well, I've been doing it for so long, but we've lost meaning as to why we're doing this. You know, people is another thing. You know, sometimes you hold on to relationships because, you know, our friendships, because we've done them for, we've had them for so long, but People have it's people grow apart and that's a natural part of life. So are you maintaining connections with people just for the sake of maintaining? You know, are you spending more time socializing than you need to? Are there people in your life that are not adding value, you know, to your lives? However way, whether you want it from a personal, spiritual, professional or or a business aspect, you have to start pruning because the thing that happens As we go through life, you know, or the people that we have around us, whether friends, um, whether it's colleagues or business associates, they will also, they will also change. So you have to be mindful. Am I giving this relationship more time than I need to, you know, am I giving this project more time than I need to, am I, you know, just doing extra, just doing the most. And that goes back into reclaiming our time. So we have to start looking at all the things that, you know, if you find like, oh my God, I'm so busy. Start writing down all the things that are making you busy and start evaluating, taking stock and determine whether you have to prune some of those things. What things do you have to prune? All right. Number three, number three, I got this from Georgie. And we were having a conversation. So after you've reclaimed your time, you've taken inventory of the people, things, projects that are taking, you know, up space in your life. The next thing is embrace that space. A lot of time we rush to fill those spaces, right? And in some instances, you kind of need to. So in order to take on more work, you have to onboard. But there are some times where we, we have projects that we've finished and we're rushing from one project to the next. We're rushing from one thing to the next. And sometimes we just need to stop 
and just kind of enjoy that space or free time. And this one I credit to Georgie through a conversation. Stop rushing to fill spaces. You know, you got to clear space. You got to make space first. And then you embrace that space that you've created. So that could be time. That could just be, you know, more, more, and, and it's usually more time. So it's more time where there's free time, more time to work on a particular project. You know, it's all about taking care of yourself. And in taking care of yourself, you just know that, you know what? Oh, I got some free time. I'm so happy. And you just kind of lean into that. You know, um, Socrates had a quote, you know, it says, you know, beware of the barrenness of a busy life. So you could be busy and running around, but it could be so bare and empty because you are, you're so consumed with the busyness that you, you are not in touch with self or the people that matter around you. All right. Number four. Give yourself permission to relax, to decompress, to unwind. I did that over the summer. It was one of the best things. And yes, I didn't do podcasting for about a month or two. And there's this thing about consistency. But I'm going to do better with picking the time that I take a break. But what's important is that you take a break. It is the best way to rejuvenate. It's the best way to kind of exercise self-care. And again, self-care is this whole, the, 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 the theme of this episode because it's so important. We're not taking care of ourselves. We're busy trying to be successful. We're busy trying to hustle. We're busy trying to make money. We're busy trying to do all these things, but we're not taking care of ourselves. And if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't enjoy all the things that we're busy doing. So, you know, so it's like you're just busy, 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 and you can't enjoy the fruits of that busyness or that work. So most organizations, you know, towards the end of the year, depending on the industry, like, you know, it's the holidays, you know, things tend to wind down, find that space or that time where you give yourself the permission to relax. You know, maybe, you know, for me, it's not social media, it's emails, it's stepping back from answering emails or, you know, for others, it could be stepping back from social media, whatever it is, you have to give yourself permission. These are four things, four habits, four goals that I'm looking to incorporate into the new year. Maybe you have already done, you're already doing one, two, three of them, whatever it is. But I encourage you for the new year to make space for ourselves, self-care in our new year goals. We usually don't. We always say, you know, we want more followers, we want more subscribers, we want more money, we want more, you know, we, we, we need to, 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 to also make sure that we prioritize ourselves in the goal planning and new year's resolution. Whatever that we're doing for the new year, we have to make sure that we are a priority. You're, yourself, you are a priority in, in the new goals that you're setting and the new habits that you're trying to, to, to create. So that's it for this episode. I'll continue along these lines um, for the next episode, episode 77. But this time we'll be having um, input from past guests on this topic. So again, thank you for joining and thank you for listening. I know this episode isn't about how to succeed in this and that, but 
I think it's important for us to, to prioritize ourselves, start prioritizing ourselves and or or health or physical or mental emotion emotional health, because if we don't do that, we find that we've not made ourselves a priority for so long that it just feels like you're lost. It feels like it's just everything is overwhelming. And, you know, this year has really taught me the value of being okay with pruning people from my life, reclaiming my time, stop rushing to fill spaces and giving myself um, permission to relax. These were all things that happened to me this year um, because I had no choice but to, you know, with with death and, you know, with with being pregnant, all these things I, I had no choice but to. And but in the process, I've learned that these are things or habits that I want to intentionally incorporate into the new year. If you have any questions about what I've talked about, if there's a topic that you want to hear about as it pertains to personal growth and self-care and how all of that plays into, you know, the pursuit of being successful in your career or successful as an entrepreneur. You could always send an email, hello at Carry On Friends, social media at Carry On Friends, hashtag COF podcast. I'm always listening. So um, as I like to say at the end of the show, walk good. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S.com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends. Carry On Friends.